Okay. Can I be honest here? Yes. I used to rely on alcohol for a lot of things, including managing my PMS symptoms like anxiety, irritability, feeling blue, ugh, huge mistake. However, as a sober girl today, that is obviously not an option, but have no fear. Ladies, we found a solution to our PMS woes, alcohol so not needed. Enter Jubilance, your daily support and new BFF when it comes to true and effective PMS relief. It's so simple. Just take one capsule a day and keep your symptoms at bay. If you're interested in trying it, you can use the code SOBERGIRLS for $10 off your first order. I've noticed I have more energy, focus, less cravings, and my mood feels so much more balanced. Jubilance is a non-hormonal available over-the-counter and powered by two-ingredient formula used by thousands of women worldwide to live PMS mood symptom-free. Think less anxiety, less irritability, more peace, power, and dare I say, fun all month long. Try Jubilance for $10 off by visiting jubilance.com forward slash sobergirls or Use the promo code SOBERGIRLS at checkout. That's J-U-B-I-L-A-N-C-E dot com slash SOBERGIRLS for $10 off. Now we know that finding the perfect non-alcoholic drink and symptoms feel like a major challenge, but we've discovered something that's about to knock your socks off and your taste buds too. Go Brewing. Did you know Go Brewing was rated number one, number one, Michaela, for non-alcoholic beer in the country, and rightly so. Fun fact, all of their beers fall under the gluten-free guidelines, so you won't get that gross bloated feel that you sometimes can get when you're drinking, let's be honest. Plus, all their brews without fruit have less than one gram of sugar. Because we want to feel sexy and sober and have fun, Go Brew is the perfect choice for us. And who says beer isn't sophisticated when you could just put it in a champagne glass like I do? My favorite at the moment is the Sunshine State Tropical IPA from Go Brewing. It's the mango and peach flavor. As a listener, you can save 15% by going to brewing.com slash sobergirls or by using the code sobergirls. Plus, get a free two-day shipping on orders of $40 or more. Again, go to brewing.com slash SoberGirls or use our code SoberGirls for 15% off. Hello, welcome to Two Sober Girls Podcast. I'm your host, Michaela, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Erin, and we are two health coaches. We are sober. We are moms. We love all things wellness and optimizing our bodies and life. And we also love to help women do the same. And we're back. We have been gone (laughs) most of the summer. I've been away in Europe, all over (laughs) Europe with my daughter. Uh, We just got back about a week and a half ago and just settling in before school starts and all of the things. And, um, loving my sober summer. I don't think I would have been able to do any of that if I was drinking or let me just say like, enjoy it the way I did. And, um, I just have a few announcements, uh, before we begin. And we have an amazing full episode today with all the things I don't think we could have decided on an, like an episode title. I was like, let's just throw it all in here today just to get it all started again. Um, So first of all, we have a masterclass coming up September 27th at 1230 p.m. EST, and it's going to be Sobriety Toolkit Masterclass. I'm so excited. This is amazing for anyone who is thinking about being sober, who is um, 
sober curious, even if you've been sober for a while and are looking to sort of like build your toolkit even more, um, because it's one thing to put down the drink, but we actually need to start rebuilding our lives, our routines, our habits, things like that. And we love habits and we love to share different things and, and figure out different ways that you can incorporate them into your life. And so I think this will be a fun masterclass. It's going to be one hour. The link is in our bio, or you can just um, DM us on Instagram uh, and we'll send you over the link. Uh, the next thing is Sober Girls Mastermind. We are going strong. We have new members all the time, all over you know United States and I guess all over the world, right? We have a few um, different countries. And so we're doing sobriety together. And I would say the type of women that we have in this group, they're just powerful, ambitious, sophisticated women um, who really want to up-level their lives and are just ready to remove alcohol. But mm -hmm. <clears throat> what I find in my case, in your case, and, and so many women's stories is it's it's hard to do when you don't have that community and you don't have a place to share this process with and also ask questions and and get guidance. And you also learn from other women in there go, who are going through different situations that perhaps you're not there yet. And you get to see how things unfold and you get to see different celebrations. You know, we have celebrations in there all the time. One of them is celebrating a hundred days sober in two days. She's quitting cigarettes. And I mean, it's just so freaking inspiring. Um, so we have that going on. And then we also, lastly, we have coaching spots available. These spots are limited. So if you're interested in private coaching or mentorship with both Aaron and I, um, just send us a DM, send us a message on Instagram and, uh, we have different options available, different time lengths available, different proximity to us. Um, so all of that is out there. We are here to help. Now let's dive in. Which topic, Erin, do you want to dive have in? Be back here with you, by the way. Like <laughs> I'm oh, and I'm so like I had the best sober summer. I felt like two seconds, but it was incredible and it was rich and it was deep. And I did more than I could have ever done because I am sober and so so thankful for my sobriety today. And four I, years. She babe. celebrated four years in July. How incredible. Wow wild and it just it keeps getting better um okay so I don't know Michaela so something that we are discussing is that you know we say often all you need is the desire to stop drinking to to join us like that's said in AA all the time we say in our mastermind and I was listening to this speaker yesterday who said and I could relate to her she said I actually didn't get here because I had a desire to stop drinking and that really made me think I didn't get here because I had a desire to stop drinking. Drinking stopped working as a solution for me. And I could really relate to her. Um, I did not have a desire. I knew, like I could, I knew that I was destroying my body. I was destroying my life. But the desire to stop drinking was not there because, you know, for me, I have the disease of alcoholism. Like, and my body and my mind are not right when it comes to when I mm -hmm. can and I craved it. I longed for it. I clung to it as my you made excuses for it. <laughs> yeah. It yeah. stopped working. It stopped feeling good. It stopped doing the thing that I fell in love with it for doing. 
And it's by the grace of God that I got the help that I did and I was able to separate myself from it. And I'm here today. Um, so if this, you know, resonates with anybody listening that like you don't have a desire, guess what? You're in the right place. Come join us. If you have a desire, come join us. It is so insidious. You know, it, it it's alcohol will get you one way or the other. And regardless of your relationship today with it and how you feel, there is a better way. And we're here to show you how. And especially if you don't have the desire, come in because it, it's it takes time. Like we say this all the time. Time takes time, but your desire, what you crave, who you are will change and heal in a way that you'll be transformed. But the first step truly is you have to ask for help and you have to be honest, you know? So I, I for the first time in my life, I was honest, like mm-hmm. they really didn't want to stop and I was miserable, but I shared that with people when I got here. And you know, it helped you, it healed you. And I love that yeah. point is, you know, drinking stops working as a solution. We all go into drinking. It's fun. It's, yeah. uh, you know, you numb out or you, you have more fun, whatever it is. And eventually it's like, it switches to something completely opposite and negative and dark and lonely in a way you think we're social, but it's just, it's not a social thing. Um, and so at what point do you sit down and say like, this is, this is not working anymore. And I think, you know, it's actually something that I was going through for many years because it was not working. Like, and you, you're trying to make it work. You're like, well, okay, I'm just going to have two, or I'm just going to have wine this time, or I'm just going to have, you know, like, I'm not going to go out to Friday, but I'm just going to go out on Saturday. Right. That was not working. And I always say like, moderation can be so damaging and you and I have such different stories. So you have to stop drinking. I, I kind of didn't have to stop. Like, my life was going okay. I was fairly healthy, you know, most of the week. Um, But even that one to two times a week or drinks per week, like was so damaging to me, to my mental health, to my body. Um, And it accumulates, you know? Um, And so I always say like, you know, some people, everybody goes into sobriety, differently. You know, some people start to moderate and then they'll realize, okay, that's not even working. Some people quit cold Turkey and that might work for them. Like whatever your journey is, we have to have the, the goal and the end goal, like in in front of ourselves, like in front of our mind every single day, like, how do you want to feel? What do you want to do in life? Things like that. Like we have to, we have to work at it. And we have to be conscious of it. And like you said, we have to be really honest with ourselves. What is working? What is not working? That's a simple question that you can ask yourself every single day. And it does not even have to, you know, you can take it towards the alcohol, but even other things in life, because everything is connected, you know? So like, okay, is this coffee in the morning? Is it working? Is it not working? You know, me going to bed at 11, is it working? Is it not working? Me going to bed at night, is it working? It's you can ask this question to every single thing that you do for a week. And I promise you, like, you're going to have such awareness because your intuition, your gut will tell you yes or no. And every time you ask that question, you will know, like, 
should that stay in your life? Should that not? And so like anytime we coach women and things like that, it's practices like this, that they learn the power that they have. And when we don't ask ourselves the right questions, we don't get to the place that we need to be. We stay stuck because if you don't ask and then you see everybody else doing the same thing, like we just talked about, you go to a party, everyone's drinking. It's like that disordered behavior is so normal that like people throwing fits and crying and falling and wobbling, it just ends up being the norm. And yeah. you end up, we end up being the weird ones. You know? well, dysfunction. <laughs> dysfunction is function in our society right now. And like so many things you just said there, you know, in order to ask yourself those questions of like, is this working for me? You have to separate and have some time away from alcohol because you can't actually even access your true self. But you're right. Like, you know, when you're around the chaos and dysfunction, it is really hard to take a step back and say, wait a second, what am I doing? Versus, you know, now in sobriety, we're able to look at it. Like, you know, I was at this party and now I'm always blown away. And yes, we're still like the weird ones, but I am so freaking happy to be the weird one. And like, come join us. I really like, I'm like high on life. Like I'm that person. Um, and I had so much fun at this party, but I look around and I say, beautiful night, beautiful, like most gorgeous home party. Why, Michaela, why is everyone pouring poison down their throats? Why? And then, then, then the craziness of then complaining, I'm depressed. I, um, my relationships are off. I, I just, I feel a lack of motivation. I have horrible sleep, my skin. I'm just carrying weight. Can't lose weight. Yeah. The bloat, yeah. And it's all rooted in this one choice. Truly. Are you going to spend your life poisoning your body or honoring it in your body, your mind, solar one. And you just, I'm hoping that you're listening to this today and you're going to pause and say, huh, why am I drinking that glass of wine? Like, what is it giving me, truly giving me? Am I just a product of cultural programming? Like, because everyone around me is doing it? I'm not questioning it. How would I feel if I took some time away from it? How would I cope? How would I deal with that really difficult relationship? How would I deal with these inner longings that I don't tell anyone about because I suppress my truth with this poison because I don't feel unworthy of the life that I really want. What would happen if you just pause from the alcohol and get honest and feel and and hear your inner God, your inner knowing God speaking to you directly, which we are constantly, we have this access and which is the most delicious, delightful thing about sobriety, but it's, there's just, we need to pause we need community. We need these conversations. This is what we do in our, in our boxer chat in our mastermind group. And I cannot believe, I cannot believe how much time I freaking wasted pouring stupid poison down my throat. And then going to this doctor, I, going to this person that I feel depressed. I know I feel off. No mm-hmm. kidding. Mm-hmm. You're consuming a neurotoxin daily. Like, what do you think? And is gonna- listen, it's not like quitting alcohol is going to be like, you're going to be like, Oh my gosh, like life is amazing. No. And everything is great. No, life is still hard, but yes. that hardness, that, that quality of life is so much better. It's, it's, oh. 
you move through difficult times much quicker and you're more rational you're you're not so in your emotions and and you know we do teach you know we have to feel our emotions there are probably decades of emotions trapped in our bodies that are dying to be witnessed by you by your heart by your mind and it's a beautiful practice we we I shared with one of our members, um, we did a private call and, you know, this practice of sitting down with yourself and you're not alone. You have access to your higher self, your future self, God or universe or whoever you call on and also your inner child and all of those modalities, like all of those um, things that you, you sit with can help and work together to reach to that next level of, of yourself and, and be able to process so much, so much stuff that we, we don't want to express even to ourselves. Mm -hmm. And that is the sad part, you know, because that's not going anywhere. It's just being hidden and it's being covered. It's being numbed. It's being um, shut down. And and I'm speaking this and I'm telling this to even myself, like it is safe to feel things. You will be okay. You know, in fact, we have to, um, that is the ultimate path to freedom when we're being able to be honest with ourselves and bring everything to surface. And with love, we can transmute to whatever we want, mm -hmm. you know, but it needs to come up. Um, Beautiful. you know, one of the things with, we just covered, you know, going to parties and seeing that type of behavior, no judgment. It's just, it's just sad sometimes that, you know, it's like this lack of control and a big part of it is, and we've uncovered this in one of our conversations um, with another member is peer pressure. Yes. You know, she was, she was noticing when she went to a certain place with certain people and this was, could have been family, right? Um, she felt pressure to drink and it was like out of her control. And she's like, she had a good number under her belt and then went back and, um, you know, fell into the peer pressure and it's so real. And when I tell you, I have, it's so wild. I'll get invited to things constantly now. And I, I shut down most things just because, I, not yeah. that I would get peer pressured. It's just like, you know, we have to be really careful and in, in honoring our energy and where we spend our energy and our physical energy, our time. We're never going to get that back. You know, we'll never get those days back. So I play things forward all the time. Like, okay, do I want to go, you know, in two weekends to do this? And I play for like how long it would take me to get there and do sometimes it's a hell yes. And a lot of times it's a hell no. And I think we automatically are like, you know, I should, if it's, it's two weeks. So it's like, it's easy to just say yes, to please other people. And then you're like, oh shit. And then you go and you're like, you're so uncomfortable that you have to make yourself comfortable by drinking. You know what I mean? Um, so I just, I say no to a lot of things. Like that's my secret weapon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, and I, well, and I think you're so smart and you're so in tune with who you are and why you are and like your mission in life. 
but uh, you know, the peer pressure thing is so wild. And when she brought this up, I had forgotten about it because I now have by the grace of God armor on Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. daily practice. It's just ladies and gentlemen, it is not, you have to daily work on this. And I show up armored, you know, to be out in the world of service. And I've zero desire to pick up because of this armor and this practice. And they say in the big book, um, what we really are given is a daily reprieve based on our spiritual condition. So when I wake up in the day, I have to remember that I'm an alcoholic and I need this reprieve power from God. And I need to, you know, connect and, and do the things to keep me sober. With that being said, I would not go anywhere if you're not in a place of neutrality in terms of alcohol. If you are wishy-washy, if you are nervous, if you're thinking you might pick up, don't go or have a plan to be, you know, you know, another member called us before and after the event. We came up with a game plan. She rocked it. She was awesome. We held her freaking accountable. Say, you're going to call me before you can call me after. And in between, go in the bathroom and meditate. And you are going to like play this tape forward. So have a plan. But the peer pressure thing, and I've shared this with you, Michaela, and again, and zero judgment, all grace, people have said the most ridiculous things to me. And I'm like, uh, guys, can we just backtrack mm-hmm. a little when I would go out and blackout? Can we backtrack to when I went to flipping rehab for alcohol? But yet it makes people so uncomfortable because culturally we are unicorns right now, but it's going to change. We are it's changing. changing. It's changing. It, Eventually yeah. the alcohol, you know, people drinking alcohols are going to be the unicorns. Like we're, like I mean, our goal here is to enlighten people and just yeah. to awaken people to this other huh. way of living. Because I think we've been sold this lie. And when I tell you, oh my gosh, I wanted to, I want to start this series on like Instagram stories or something, because, you know, I watch Netflix sometimes and I just, or I just start, I finished watching um, Sex in a City on HBO. And when I tell you in an episode, there are at least Uh 10 scenes where they have a drink in their hand or like they're about to drink, be like, oh, my mother-in-law's coming. I need this drink. Or like, you know, my kids are driving me up. Like we yeah. need to get wasted. Like, you so, know, I had a, I had a full day, you know, I sold a hundred dollar, hundred thousand dollar painting. Um, we need to celebrate. And Miranda came home like completely wasted, blacked out. She didn't remember like, and it's teaching people, this is how you celebrate. This is how you, you know, you, when somebody dies, you drink when, when, you know, your mother-in-law comes in, you drink because you cannot take, you know, the words, the emotions, whatever the abuse, like, and it's just like, I, I wanted to start, but there's just so many, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I might actually do this, um, eventually once like, you know, I don't, I try not to have my phone by me at night, but like, you know, just to like take, um, small videos of these scenes and there are so many in oh. these like you know beautiful you know luxurious like spaces in New York and it makes it so like so fun and and hot and it's really not <laughs> it's it's really not that's that's a good quote and it's crazy because what would really happen if they were drinking that way you know physically emotionally spiritually would not be how they're presented on that TV yeah. show 
Yeah. Like you don't have stylists and do, you know, like you're not going to look like that. And and life is messy when you you're waking up with a hangover. Like it did not portray it that way in there. So it's just, you know, and, and, and this is it. This is part of the work. Start being mindful. Like, where is it being sold to you? How is it being sold to you? Like so glamorized. It is not, it, it might be glamorized. I mean, glamorous in the beginning and, and that's a lie. And then it just, it it shows you what it really is it brought more power and that was on purpose and especially for women we need to realize like why are we giving our power away to the substance in my glass in this bottle take your power back we are so powerful and god has plans for us that truly will knock your socks off once you put the drink down it is every day i cannot believe my life but it take if i was still drinking one, I might be dead or, or close to it, but also you are powerless. It takes all your power right. away. And I hate that it's everywhere because that's what kids are being shown to. Nothing is more beautiful. Nothing is more inspiring. Nothing is more glamorous to me than a person fully alive and embodied. And living that out, when you show up to a, a space, an event, wherever you are, and you are of service and you say, and you want to be a conduit, of God's blessing and healing on this earth, that is freaking sexy to me. That is hot. That is hot. That's how I'm going to show up. (laughs) That's how we're showing up. It's, it's not hot. It's not hot guys. Put the drink down and come join us. It's so like, oh, put put the drink down and, and start (laughs) healing yourself and start loving yourself and start taking care of your body and your mind. And it's never too late it's truly never too late. Like the time is now, you know, you have the rest of your life to, to live. And how do you want to live? Like I sometimes like, you know, when something is hard, let's say a workout or whatever, I, you can fast forward to like when you're 80, do you want to feel strong or do you want to feel lazy and weak and fragile? You know, um, when you're presented with a drink, do you, how do you want to feel when you're 80? I mean, hopefully you make it up to 80, but like, you know, like you want your organs to work. You want to be vital. Like we don't have to subscribe to what we've been fed. Literally. It's, it's, it's almost like you almost want to do the opposite. (laughs) You have to deprogram yourself. Yeah. And don't take our word for it. Try it. Please try it. Try it. 30 days, 90 days. Oh, you know, I love when women come in and they, you know, we have an option for coming into the mastermind for a year with a huge discount. Yeah. Commit to yourself for a year. You, your life will completely transform. Like you won't even, you won't even be able to recognize yourself, you know, in the best way. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. so you know, make a commitment and invest in yourself, invest in your future, invest in your life. Um, you know, and if it's not with us, like find a way to try this lifestyle on for yourself. Um, yeah. Sponsee brought this up and Michaela, you say this a lot, and this is the conversation that we have a lot in our box chat. She was out with friends and she's newly sober. She, you know, she's in her first two weeks. She's amazing. And she's like, you know, a friend at the dinner table said, well, you can't have fun unless you're drinking. Oh. She was sitting there like dying, like trying not to drink. And I said, if that's the only way this woman can have fun, she's never had fun in her life. Correct. Like, 
kind of look at her life and say, if I need this substance to take me out of self, to numb, these people I'm hanging out with aren't fun or I'm not fun, but something's off here on this equation. How much fun do you have now? Being All so the time. I All fun. the time. I'm like, oh. That's the, that's the, one of the greatest lies of all time. Cause it's not really fun. If you really have to drink to have fun, look at where you're going, who you're spending time with and what, how you're living your life. You are out of alignment with the self. Well, and this is crazy as a party girl. I, I realize now I would not be able to go to those places that I used to, because I, obviously I don't drink and I would not find them fun. And in that's- fact, like I, if I wasn't drinking at that age, I probably wouldn't find it fun either. <laughs> because it's not fun and I had to you know it's I know like, it's, it's so funny because you're like wait I don't you've shared this with me you're like oh, I don't even want to do that anymore and it's like right that is not you right oh. enabled you to do something and be something that you are not and that like now you have true fun you joy bliss in your body but I just, oh, I, yeah, sure. it gives you fake confidence. It gives you the fake fun because, you know, fake connections. You think like, oh my gosh, I made 20 best friends, you know, no. at a club. And then you get home and it's like, there's no friends, <laughs> no true connections, you know, mm-hmm. um, it's sad. It is sad. But anyway, that's not the life I'm living anymore. And we don't have to, we, we, we can we are in more control than we, we were told. So, um, anyway, it feels good to be back. Feels so good. I feel like we're still not fully back. We're still in August and the kids are still home. So it's a, it's like a little bit of a, uh, all of the things we both got pets. Aaron got a dog. I got a cat. Like, who are we? I don't know what's happening. And, and we're just <laughs> honest moms doing the best we can. And we both had to like say sorry to our children. Like I'm a little stressed and this is what oh, I yeah. I'm losing it. I would have drank over it. Now I just, yeah, I need to do less and I'm okay with saying that. And I need, I need you to help me. I need, yes. to, I need to go outside. I need to be sober in every, and all my actions. And, um, yeah, so we're almost fully back, which I can't wait to be like fully back because this, our mastermind, our, our podcast, what we're offering. I just, I do want to shout it to everyone on every rooftop. Mm-hmm. Like, guys, there's a better way. Like, come join us. And I, please, if you're listening and if, you know, we get a lot of messages that, you know, certain episodes have impacted your life or like you've been binging, like, please share um, this message by, you know, if you're listening, take a screenshot of what you're listening to, what episode post it on your stories, tag us, we'll repost you. Um, I'm, I'm a huge believer in sharing this message. And if it, this has changed your life, you never know whose life you can change as well. Um, so you can do that. You can please leave us a, a review. Um, you can just scroll all the way down, rate and review and tell us, you know, tell us a little bit about your journey and your goals um, or just send us a DM. We want to get to know you. And can't wait to be fully back, really. Me too. I'm so excited. But this was, this felt so good. All right. We will see you on the next episode. Have a beautiful day.
I'm Madeline, and I'm the host of the Happiest Sober Podcast. I got sober in my 20s after a decade of gray area drinking, and the greatest plot twist of all time was realizing that alcohol, the thing that I thought made my life the most happy and fun and exciting, was actually the exact thing preventing me from living my happiest and best life. My mom is 40 years sober, and she joins me on my podcast very often. I like to call her my part-time co-host, and I also bring you solo episodes where I share my top tips, tricks, and mindset shifts in sobriety, and lots of how-tos for navigating all the things sober, from weddings to parties to holidays to bachelorette parties to trips. I'm also joined by so many guests who come on and share their sober stories, and they're all so, so inspiring. I'm here to show you that life doesn't end when you quit drinking. In fact, it's very much the opposite. And no matter what your relationship was with alcohol, life can be the absolute happiest when you're sober. New episodes come out every Tuesday. You can listen to Happiest Sober Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.